0: Time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step six, opportunity size. Okay, now that you understand your problem and your solution and your MVP and how to iterate on that and get into the market, the next question you should ask is whether or not it's worth the effort. So the question, the big, big question is, should I bother with this company at all? Is the opportunity in front of me big enough that I and anyone else should care about it. And to answer that question, you have to break it up into two parts, the market size and the pricing. So let's start with market size. This itself can be broken up into three questions. First, how many companies need your product? Now, to answer this question, you have to think about what's the scale of the company you're building? Is this a corner store that's going to serve a neighborhood? Is this a product or service that's going to cover your home city? Maybe this is going to cover your entire country. Or maybe, in fact, you're dreaming of doing a multinational company or even a global company. So whatever that dream is, what is the total number of customers in that whole space? Total number of potential customers that could ever buy your product or service. Not in one year, not in five years, ever. Then we get to the second question. How many units do they buy? By units, I mean, how many times do they buy from you? How often is that? And what do they buy when they buy from you? Do they buy just once? Like you buy a home and then you don't buy another one for years and years and years. So you might as well just call that once. Or car is kind of the same thing. Or it might be a magazine subscription, right? In which case it's monthly or weekly. So how often do your customers buy from you? With the answer to those two sub-questions, you can come up with what's called the total addressable market, the total number of potential sales. But really, we should take it to a third question, and that's what percentage of the market is realistic? What percentage of the market will you actually achieve with your company? And so a lot of first-time entrepreneurs just think that whatever they build will be adopted by everyone. Well, I hate to tell you, but nothing is adopted by everyone, not even Facebook and Google. So in your specific type of business, what's normal? Is it 10% or 5% or even down to 1%? Go and spend an hour or two on the internet and try and find some statistics that lets you better understand what market you're getting into. Once you have the answers, you can build yourself what's called a top-down analysis of the market. Let's walk through an example for a company that has solar-powered rechargeable batteries. So the target market for this company are Americans that go camping and go camping off grid. So let's walk through that step by step. We'll start with Americans. There are 315 million Americans right now. Let's just round that down to, a, to an even 300 million. What percentage of those Americans go camping? Well, if you spend an hour or two on the internet, you can find that number. It's around 10%. So, that gives us 30 million Americans that go camping. But then the harder question is what percentage of those Americans go camping off the grid, away from the campsite, a day's hike into the wilderness? If you can't find the number, you can make a best guess. Best number I have is about one in 30. So, that gets us 100,000 Americans who go off grid. Each of them will buy one of these devices, right? So, there's a potential market of about 100,000 of these devices annually, every two years, every three years, something around there, right? But it's just 100,000 of these. And then the other question to ask again is what percentage of the market are you going to get? So you're unlikely to get all 100,000 of those customers. If you get 10%, you're probably doing quite well, and that's just 10,000 units. That may or may not be enough to satisfy you. We'll find that out in the next steps. Now, this top-down analysis may get a little bit bigger in the end. Let's take another example, right? There happen to be 70 million people living in Kenya, which is about 10 million households outside the cities. And let's just say each of them needs four of something, right? Four water treatment systems, for solar panels, for cell phones, for something. Well, then we get 40 million widgets, right? 40 million of these items needed by non-urban Kenyan households. And again, let's just take that 10% value again. It's a nice round number. And we get 4 million widgets that we can sell in Kenya. So we have two top-down analysis. One got us 10,000 Americans who go off-grid, and one got us 4 million widgets that are needed in Kenya. Which one's bigger? Well, we can't answer that question yet. We need to take the next step and look at pricing. And when we talk about pricing in this step, We're not going to get down to whether or not it's $9.99 or $12.99 or $14.99. At this step, we just kind of need to know how many digits are there. Is it a dollar product, a $10 product, a $100 product, $1,000 product, and so forth? And to figure that out, you really have to understand what is a cheap product in your market and what is an expensive product in your market. And do you want to be a low-cost provider or a high price provider? If you want to be the low-cost provider, then you have to give up something. And generally, what you give up is customer service. And if you want to be the high price product, then generally what you do is provide a lot of service. And so it comes down to a choice of low-end, low-price, low-service, or high-end, high-price, high-service. And you have to go, again, one more time back online to try and get the range of prices in your particular market. I can't tell you what they are because a dollar might be high-end in one market, and in another market it may be incredibly low or ridiculously low. And that's it for the pricing piece. Then we can take those two parts and stick them together. So let's go back to our example. We had 10,000 units being sold to Americans going off-grid camping, and if those units are $10 a piece, then we have $100,000 in total potential revenue, and that might not sound like enough. But if that same 10,000 units is in fact $1,000 a piece, then there's $10 million of opportunity in those 10,000 customers. And that makes a really big difference. And the same thing's true in the Kenyan example. If you have 4 million widgets and they're a dollar a piece, that's $4 million. That could be sufficient to make you happy. But if they're a penny a piece, well, that's just $40,000. And again, I can't tell you what number is big enough. To make you happy, to make you think that this opportunity is worthwhile, but what I can tell you is that within an hour or two of research, you can have that number sitting in front of you, and then you can stare at it and decide whether or not it's big enough for you, and you can share it with others to see if it's big enough for them, because ultimately what's going to happen here is you're going to show this number to potential investors and potential team members and anyone else who might partner with your company to help make it happen and they're gonna make a value judgment on whether or not it's worth their time to work with you. If that's gonna make $40,000 or $4 million or $400 million, it's gonna make a difference to them on whether it's worth their time to work on this particular startup. And this sixth step is really that simple. How big is this opportunity in terms of total number of customers and total number of sales in dollars? That's it. And with that, you have the information you need, to know whether or not it's time to go on to step 7 or whether it's time to go back to the problem or the solution or the MVP to create a product that is more attractive to more customers or more easy to sell at a higher end at a higher price or to sell it in a different manner that will sell more units to each of your customers. As I explained many weeks ago, this is not a process that always goes forward. Sometimes it's time to go back. And next week, I'll explain that in even more detail. Until then.